Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything going today? Oh, it's going great. So much, so much solar going on. It's fantastic. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. I know it's Lots been windy, windy the past couple of days. Every all your panels are are okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all the panels are fine. They didn't fly um, off the roof. They're all secure. Yeah, you know, the entire roof has to fly off in order for the <laughs> panels to fly off. But uh, I, you can't see me, but I'm looking up at my roof right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but it, it's going. Fantastic. So yeah, lots of people going solar, lots of people expanding their old solar, lots of people you know, adding batteries and then getting solar on their buildings and so forth. So it's uh, it's uh, it's great. It's very good. Can't Excellent. Complain. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't complain. And we're just kind of, we're not even in the heart of summer yet. So yeah, someone reminded me that the other day that, oh, you're that busy now and, and we haven't even hit the warm part. Yeah, it hasn't it's even coming. hit ninety degrees, or it kind of has. It a did, times. yes. But, but uh, yeah, when it's when it's over ninety degrees, we are beyond. Uh, it's 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 great. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no it's great unless you're up on the roof. <laughs> yes, and but then we are installing in the morning, and not uh, we don't really let our guys go past two o'clock. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's a good job. So today, though. Yes, today. To... What's on the docket? So today, I wanted to talk about a part of the solar project that I don't think we've ever talked about before. So something new, oh. and it's called the site inspection. Mm. This is the part of the project. So we send out a solar proposal that has, you know, how many solar panels we think it's going to take, and uh, kind of the, the all the solar equipment and the financing and everything yep. like that. In between that step and the, fi- the contract, we we do a physical site inspection. And this is where we confirm that all of the solar panels will fit on the roof. Okay. That the main electric service panel uh, that we talked about, I think, last time was uh, <laughs> is sufficient uh, that will accept the solar panels, okay. uh, at least all the electricity going back and forth. Very and important. then any additional things that we're doing in the project. So thought I would talk a little bit about that today. Okay. Super so the exciting. site inspection. <laughs> yes. So what we do is before we go out, we check out the roof on Google Earth. And thank you, Google, uh, for providing that. It's been fantastic. Yep. Uh, because then we can actually see, uh, you know, the bird's eye view, satellite view of the, the roof condition. We can kind of zoom in and we can actually see how... You know, if does the roof look like it needs to be replaced? Uh, oh, wow. You can yeah. check that. Well, it, you, we can see staining and things like the indicators that maybe the roof is pretty old. Uh, uh, okay. If it's in an older area, uh, then that's one of the first things we ask is, you know, how old is the roof? Got it. Uh, and so 
But that is, you know, one of the first things we do on the site inspection is we check the condition of the roof. And does it ah, need to be okay. replaced? Does it make right. sense to uh, replace it before mm -hmm. going solar? Then the next thing we do is we do a shade analysis, uh, which, you know, people say, oh, my roof is sunny all the time. And then we get up and we say, oh, well, this, you know, this tree <laughs> that's in your backyard is shading your roof, you know, 25% of the time. And they say, yeah. oh, well, you know, I hardly, hardly notice. Well, the solar panels will definitely <laughs> notice and that'll cut out, you know, essentially 25% of the solar production. So we, uh, we always want, you know, the more sun on the panels, the better and right. the less shade we can have on the panels, the better. So, um, lots of times people will call us right after they've gotten their trees trimmed or, tr or removed. And that's a perfect time to go solar. So that's yes, good. If, if they have that hundred year old redwood in there. Front oh yard. my God! There's so many, and then uh, or heritage uh, oaks. Uh, we uh, you know we hate hate those, but you know have, we've talked about this too. Is that having trees so close to the house is not really safe fire wise, and you know it's not great solar wise either. So we want to we want to get uh, get as much sun on. Uh, we love trees, just not right. so close to the house. And they fall. Yep. <laughs> they do. Well, fall. and the roots the roots go through the foundation and wow. stuff like that. So. Um, okay. But this shade analysis from one point where we're planning to put the panels, it actually does a simulation of the roof for the entire year. And we can see month by month what percentage of the roof will receive the solar power. Hmm. And if it's below 85 percent, uh, meaning we're losing 15 percent to shading, uh, we, we kind of we're not so excited about uh, doing the solar. And the reason is that hmm. the, the homeowner is not going to see the savings that they were expecting and they're not going to be too happy when if you know if the but so what we do is we say well, we can install it we're highly recommending that you you know take out or at least trim back the branches that are shading the roof and so many people have branches that are shading the roof and that is a major not only fire hazard but rodent hazard i would think people don't want rats in their attic um but anyway so yeah we want as much sun on the panels as possible so that's a big thing we check yep then next we i mentioned we check the main electric service panel and this is uh the the breaker box that is over by the electric meter and in our area out here most of the main electric service panels are not near the gas meter but in older areas they're right on top of the gas meter and so some of these uh, towns, uh, Concord, California, for one, they have huge areas where it not only is a 100 amp main electric service panel, but it's located right on top, you know, within two feet <laughs> of the gas meter. So now the cities are, when we go solar with those customers, they're requiring us to not only upgrade those service panels, but we have to move them. Like, we have to cut another hole in the house and move it. And then there's right. another piece of equipment. Have you ever seen the power lines that go from the power pole and then they go to the house, like a direct line and yes. then there's a stick essentially sticking out of the roof. That's called the weatherhead. And mm. we also have to relocate that as well. And it's, it's major surgery <laughs> on a house. And so, uh, you know, it's, we want to make sure that we know uh, that, and the customer knows uh, before we go to contract that we are looking at, you know, probably a you know two to three thousand dollar expense just to meet code, 
And we've had plenty of people say, well, my neighbor went solar last year and they didn't have to do any of this. And we say, well, guess, <laughs> welcome to 2021 where- Yeah, lucky you. But there hasn't been a fire, you know, in, you know, these houses are, you know, 70 years old and there's never right. been a, a fire or anything, but yep. New, Doesn't it make new them safe there? Isn't it for safety? <laughs> I guess yes. no? safety first. Yes. But there's never hasn't been, I, you know, we asked the building department, has there ever been one issue uh, where the service oh, no. panel, you know, <laughs> blew up because of the, uh, you know, the gas line or anything. They couldn't give us an example, but uh, it's safety first. So, um, but they're not anyone who's not going solar. They're not knocking on their door saying, Oh my God, Oh my God, you know, we need to change your service panel. They're just waiting till it's person's doing any solar work <laughs> or electrical work and, yeah. Anywho, that's the, <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, another thing we do at the site inspection, we actually physically measure the roof. And in an earlier podcast, we talked about using drones to get up on the roof, you know, and measure and then identify any anything that's in the way. So it can be a chimney or a you know a a, a vent that's for he, the heater or mm-hmm. uh, you know dryer. These big big roof yeah. vents, yeah, dryers bathroom vents that you know they just get in our way because <laughs> again we want the most shade on the i'm sorry we want the least amount of shade on the panels as possible so uh, we yeah. try to design around it but some of these big roof vents they stick up you know two feet in the air so they can shade we have to you know we try to limit the amount of uh space that's around it but a lot of times they take up just a huge amount of uh space on the roof and so it prevents us from being able to utilize that part of the roof so can you cut those down or like make them shorter um there is a generally no. called a solar roof jack uh and for the bathroom vents because there's no heat being transferred or anything we can essentially port the function to the top of the roof so it's essentially sealing it with a pvc pipe and then running that function up to the top of the roof or the side of the roof and then we are able to install over those uh, roof vents, but otherwise, no, <laughs> we cannot. Oh wow! So, so yeah, it's uh, it is crazy. Some roofs uh, that we've seen are just it just filled with roof vents, and it's on the south roof. And if those roof vents weren't there, it'd be a perfect roof. But now we mm. have to find other other spots for it. Then another thing we check is where are we going to be able to put the solar inverter? Uh, so we mainly use a brand called Solar Edge. And it's a box that's about three feet, I said two feet by two feet. We have to find space for it. And a lot of times, not really some great space. So uh, we have to get creative on where we're going to put it, but we have to be pretty close to the meter and the main electric service panel. Yeah, I thought they have to be like outside the gate, right? Uh, they can be inside the gate, outside the gate. Oh, okay. uh, you just have to run conduit. Uh, and we try and minimize the amount of conduit because it kind of looks bad. And so it just depends on the house. But uh, yeah, we have to account for that as well, where we're going to put it. A lot of times we can put it inside the garage, which is great. Uh, but a lot of times people's garages are jam-packed and there's no way we're going to get anything in there. <laughs> so And in danger of getting poked or oh, knocked, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. But, mm. you know, the main one is we just want to make sure that uh, it's not getting, you know, hit with garbage cans or uh, whatever. We just need to get it out of the way. But the other thing is it has to be relatively close to the main electric service panel. So um, it's, yeah, it's we get creative on what we're going to do. Hmm. Then another thing we check cool. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. There's it's, a lot of things going on. This that's what I mean. These these uh, finance, but there's a lot that goes into it. And then we, where the main electric service panel is and the PG&E meter, sometimes people plant bushes uh, there and they will grow, obviously. And then there's concerns that the, the, you know, the PG&E uh, person, the electric utility person, they need to be able to access it. So they want those bushes removed. And a lot of times, the you know, it's the big juniper bushes <laughs> that are not easy to remove. And uh, so it's, it's uh, yeah, it's an issue, but it's not uh, super common. But it is, uh, they have to be able to access that area. And we do too. And so we don't want to really destroy bushes as we're getting out there. And then, uh, you know, there's always the issue of dogs. And uh, you know, <laughs> that's a site inspection <laughs> check too, I guess. Oh, yeah. yes. We make sure a lot of times that, the, you know, dogs are inside, please. We have to call ahead and all that stuff. And sometimes that works out. And sometimes, we're, you know, dogs not so happy that we're back there checking all this stuff. So, um, but yeah, then we, we, you know, we do go to the main electric service panel. We check that. A lot of people wonder, you know, do I need an upgrade before going solar? A good way to know is if they, if you feel comfortable enough to open up your service panel, most people are not even sure where it is, but uh, there is an inside label that's generally on the, 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 the door essentially of the service panel that you can open that up. And then I just, what I recommend is just take a picture with your phone and then you can zoom in. And what you want to look for is uh, the, the rating of the main service panel. And if it's a 200 amps or more, generally there's no upgrade needed. If it's a hundred amp upgrade is almost always needed. <laughs> if it's 125 amp, it's kind of on the edge, 150 mm -hmm. amp on the edge, but uh, newer homes generally have at least a 200 amp uh, service panel and new, new homes have a 350 amp service panel. So, wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. For the Teslas, I guess. Yeah. For all kinds yeah. of stuff. Um, cool. And, you know, it can just go on and on and on. But, you know, we basically the bottom line is once we're done with the service panel, I'm sorry, the site inspection, and we know where the panels are going to go. We know what the main service panel looks like. Uh, we have an idea of wherever we're going to be connecting and the shading and everything. Now we are able to go to the contract. And it is contractor law that once that contract is signed, that we cannot go back and say, oh, shoot. You know what, uh, Mr. Customer, we forgot that your service panel is 100 amps uh, and it's, uh, you know, $1,700 to upgrade it. And, uh, you know, sorry about that, but we have to change your contract. That is called a change order. <laughs> and uh, the customer has to sign off on that. And you can do that, but a, we've never done that. I, but I hear about it all the time in, in every kind of contracting that somebody went in really low with a bid. And they got the project and then they came back and said, oh, shoot, uh, you know, we sorry, we didn't realize that so and so whatever happened. And now we have to charge a change order that the other companies all had in their original bid and so forth. So uh, but once it goes to contract, that's that's about it. Hmm. And so okay. it's, a, it's a lot. So these side inspections take a couple hours and when they're, you know, they can take even longer if they're really involved. But that is the main reason why we don't like to uh, do a site inspection until the customer has decided that we are the company that they're going to work with. Because uh, it is, it's a lot of work. And, you know, a lot of times we're traveling an hour, two hours out of the, you know, traffic, especially. 
So, I mean, it, you can do two or three site inspections a day, and then that's about it, <laughs> depending on where they're at. And but so I'm, we, I'm sure yeah. you have customers, you've seen it where they, they have like four site inspections. <laughs> they have, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we try and do a good job of, we ask uh, almost every step of the way, are you, you know, it's no problem if you don't go with us. That's what, what we hate doing is sending out our guy. Uh, doing the site inspection, working on the report, our electrician reviews it, our engineer reviews it. We come back with any additional costs. We send the con- and then we don't hear anything. And they're like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> what's mm. going on?" And we check back. And they say, "Oh, yeah, you know, we decided we're going to go with this other company." And uh, you know, we didn't charge for the site inspection. Uh, and for a while, it was getting really bad, where we had like four or five people doing that to us. And uh, so we toyed with the idea of. of charging, you know, the customer if, you know, for the site inspection. And then if they went with us, then we would credit that site inspection back. Uh, but then we decide it's just going to be too cumbersome. And, it does, you know, the vast majority of our clients go with us when, you know, when they say that they're going to go with us and then we do the site inspection. And so we decided to uh, keep it the way it was. Good. But it is cold blooded <laughs> when a customer does that. <laughs> it's but cold. it's also, it's baffling to me to want that to, I don't want, you know, a team of whatever three guys going over my house for a week or two. That doesn't sound. We've seen you know, plenty of times where they, you know, salespeople, yeah. you know, where they have, you know, they tell us that we've, they, they're all, we're number 12 on their number of companies that they've talked to. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. That's how do you have that much time? But a lot of people, I guess a lot of people do. And so they want to make sure that they're going with the, the best company. Uh, and so anyway, so we're, uh, that is our site inspection process and kind of give people a little bit behind the curtain. And uh, if you do choose a solar company and you do have them do the site inspection, uh, do the courtesy <laughs> of, uh, of going with them uh, for your project, unless something major, major and you know, we're just, we're, it's a two-way trust situation. So we like yeah. to be able to trust our clients and they like to be able to trust us. It's just not a great relationship when we, uh, we go out, do the site inspection and then uh, they change their mind or uh, put it on hold. And then we find out they went with another company or something like that. So over Good something point. silly too. Most of the time it's over, it's over a misunderstanding that, uh, or something like that. So anywho, that is what I want to talk about today. Wow. That was in depth. Side inspection. Side inspection. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's important to know. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a bit. And then we have to really, you know, know all the regulations and know all the codes and everything like that to make it sure. It sounds that, like yeah. you need a technically a specialist to be able to do this. So it's not just, sure. yeah. yeah. It is a roofing specialist who's also electrical specialist who's also doesn't mind heights who doesn't mind dogs dogs (laughs) and driving to people's houses and uh, you know all that kind of stuff so keep some hamburger in his pocket just in case well yeah there's the issue of the bathroom you know what does he do all day I don't know I don't don't ask but uh, (laughs) but, uh, I'm sure it works out so yep yeah anywho there you go we're gonna wrap it up there perfect Excellent. Okay. So that's it for another. uh, Thanks for joining us for another edition of Straight Talk SolarCast. If you have a question for an upcoming episode, make sure to go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast. You can also, if you have a question about solar, we have a searchable 
a database now. You can go to uh, solarharmonics.com, click on podcast, and you can search for your question right there. I mean, we have episodes that go back to 2016. Jeez. That's a long time. So Jamie has seen it all and most likely spoken about it all. So (laughs) if you have a question, even though the world of solar is always changing, that's a great place for you to start your search. If you have a friend who's considering going solar, this is a great podcast to introduce to them because, you know, it's going to save them thousands of dollars And what better friend is that? (laughs) That's all we got for you today. And we'll see you next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.